Hello? Hey. How's it going? Good. There, there you go. Yep. I'm not sure why Skype decided that it wanted my webcam off by default. Hmm. Nice hallway you got there. Oh, yeah, that's uh, actually the uh, my bathroom back there. You can see the reflection off the mirror. So, And if you look over here, you can sort of see that I've cleaned out a lot of stuff. <laughs> so... You know, going through spring cleaning and all that. It's not really spring here yet. Yeah, I heard that you still have, like, ten feet of snow up there. Ugh. It's, like, you know, below freezing right now, and apparently it's supposed to get up to 60 or 70 this weekend, which seems ridiculous. Meltdown. Yeah. So, oh yeah, by the way, I have three monitors now. Nice. So, there's one, two, and that's you. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, you put up a blog post about that, right? Uh, when I had the, when I had all four, yeah. Okay, yeah. Was like was the fourth one from like your work or something or? Um no, I actually had two monitors of two types. So the middle two were my good IPS ones. The outer two were my older uh, ones from like two thousand eight, I think. It's weird that we can talk about two thousand eight as being old. Well, two thousand eight was sort of like the year I forgot like what happened, sort of. <laughs> Because, like, I was pretty much stuck in Utah for about nine months. Huh. Although, although I say that quite lightly, lightly because that was pretty much my choice. So, and, uh, so, yeah, that was pretty much, like, the year of college for me. Um, see, I didn't... I pretty much stayed in Utah, and oh yeah, towards the end of it, I started growing out my hair and my beard. <laughs> I looked like a caveman. Like any good college student. Yeah, you know, just just once in your life, you know, a guy just has to, you know, grow his hair out, you know. I went through that in uh, my sophomore year, of high, sophomore year of high school, so I'm good now. Mm. Mine just kind of gets poofy and, like, makes a weird afro thing. Uh, yeah, I sort of see that you have slightly curly hair, mm -hmm. like I do. And <laughs> this is so funny, though, when I say it all the time, and my parents just love it. Um, at the time, I was in an apartment with three black guys, and I was the one with the fro. Nice. <laughs> Fox is bizarre. Yeah, they go around killing shows for very little reason. I haven't trusted them since they uh, canceled Firefly. Uh, 
So, yeah, if you notice in the document, I put things in bold. So, you know, in theory, people shouldn't be able to read bold, right? Right. (laughs) I haven't been on this show since the first episode, huh? I think so. Just occurred to me, I could totally go and look at my people page, couldn't I? Uh, yeah, because I think we, I've had Ryan on a f- two or three times. Uh, Matt maybe twice. And then I've had Kyle on once. Yeah, I'm going to start my virtual machine. And it covered the monitor that you're on. What are you running on it? Uh, it's uh, actually Linux Mint now. I'm running on it. Yeah, I have to remember that my monitors go 3, 2, 1, rather than 1, 2, 3. <laughs> huh, except virtual, virtual box doesn't see it that way. How interesting. I like... Uh... I like the uh, distribution curve here. Your market and you. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes we, uh, you know, don't realize that we're so far ahead of the uh, the general public on technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just assume that everybody has a smartphone. Well. Seems reasonable, right? No, it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> Some people still have a, the phone that they had six years ago. Declan, you have a smartphone, right? Oh. My roommate doesn't. <laughs> oh, good. My point is proven. <laughs> yeah, and you have a smartphone, right? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Shoot. Um, did you wear two pairs of pants and uh, sit down? <laughs> or no, no that's I, that's a Nexus 7. I still have my tablet, but, you know, it basically works like a phone as long as I'm uh, on campus. Basically. Now, I wanted to try out... Of course, I would look pretty silly trying to talk on it if it was a phone. <laughs> well, they are coming out... They are coming out with bigger phones. Say all that again? They are coming out with bigger phones now. Yeah, actually, uh, Asus came out with one that's basically the same body as the Nexus Seven. <laughs> and yeah, at least at least you don't look as bad when you hold up, you know, like a Nexus Seven compared to say an iPad to take pictures. <laughs> I used to joke around with my sixteen-inch uh, laptop, you know, doing that. <laughs> Because I used that as a phone when I had that. <laughs> I wanted to try this out tonight. The uh, the download attribute on a uh, on a hyperlink. That's what that thing is down there. I'm reading. <laughs> MacBook wheel, love it. This reminds me of. Uh... 
the uh, Gmail tap from last year's April Fool's Day. Uh, I forget what that, what, that, that, what that was. That was Morse about. code. Uh, they replaced the keyboard with two buttons, a dot and a dash. <laughs> well, uh, Chris uh, apparently wrote a program that will create Morse code. Ooh. He hasn't shared it yet. Maybe I should get him on GitHub. I'm not. I'm not sure if he uh, is hipster enough for that. GitHub is pretty, um, pretty mainstream. That's what the kids are doing these days. Exactly, hipsters. You and I have a very different idea of what hipster means. Well, they're made. Fr- well, hip- GitHub is run by a few guys in San Francisco. And, like, San Francisco and generally all of California seems to be like this hipster mecca. And Octocat, like, what the hell is that? Oh, yeah. I uh, I was a little confused when I first saw their logo, yeah. It's like, okay, that's a very weird leg arrangement for a cat. And why does it look like it's wearing a mask? Or like a suit or something. You know, I've heard of people, uh, you know, taking their old netbooks and turning them into tablets, but I've never heard of somebody taking a tablet's display and running it off of a PC. Oh, great. So that's a new one. Okay, so, you know I posted my uh, blog engine on GitHub, right? Yeah. So, you know, I also posted a, uh, like, a backup file you can just, like, push in there and restore. Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's also set up that way in my development environment, and I made it in the most obnoxious way possible. Um, Pink Comic Sans. (laughs) so if you ever restore things from that uh will your blog be completely in pink comic sans no i it saves it to individual zip files so i can just shove a zip file in there and poof all the way it was and it also spits out the zip files you put back into it as well so Oh, that's what AMD stands for. <laughs> yeah, Advanced Micro Devices. Never knew that. Never actually thought about it. Man, Skype is slow at doing that. Well, I I know that my FiOS can't do YouTube. Oh, by the way, I hear you Which has... Just blows I, my mind. I hear you has YouTubes there. Of course. I, uh... That you know that so that YouTube video up top with the um, you know the time lapsed uh, photography things. Uh huh. I uh, you know was was streaming that in 1080p even though I didn't have it maximized just because I could. <laughs> Ugh. I know. 
IP address, port, toilet. You named it toilet. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> I was going to ask you why on earth would you name it toilet? Then I remembered. <laughs> yeah. Although it is a local IP. Yeah. Huge mother effing PDF. You know, all of my, um, you know, PDFs and stuff like that automatically open in Google Drive. Hmm. So I don't actually ever download those. Yeah, I've, let's see, I think it's, um, you know, for the past several years on my own machine and plus, like, wherever on the work computers where I can, like, I don't even install the Acrobat plugin. Mm -hmm. In fact, I haven't used Acrobat personally for like years like six years or so oh so it does work did you just try it out yeah uh, let's see Now, other other links that actually download things, like, um, for example, whenever you go to, like, Microsoft's website and you're downloading stuff, do those just redirect you and then uh, I bring think... you back to the page, or...? Well, you know, like, there's... Are you talking about, like, a countdown? Like, uh, yeah, well... There's that, but then also, I mean, Microsoft by now might use this downloadable... See, so, yeah, I think there's a, I think you can also set it through the headers as well that you know that the server says this is actually a download. Awesome. Well, at least it works in Firefox, so that's all I really care about. Inspect that element. Span download, yada yada. Tell me more. So, also a little quirk, in Firefox 20, uh, the download attribute is only honored for links to resources with the same origin. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'm on, I'm on um, Microsoft's Download Center, and they use the class equals download, which is probably the same thing. Uh, no, class is just a class, like for CSS. Well, it's in the HTML. Yeah, it... Ah, uh, I see. So they, they do href equals and then a link to the file itself. That's what they do. 
Uh, what kind of files is it in this case? It's an MSU. An MSU? Yeah. What are those? Uh, I think they're similar to EXEs. Um, or do you mean MSI? No, this is MSU. Huh. And th- this is the... Um, I'm on the page for downloading the... Which one am I on? Uh, the virtual... The Windows Virtual PC a description of program. Windows update standalone installer in Windows. So yeah, it looks like it might be some sort of installer. Mm-hmm. For Windows updates. Uh wow, okay. WebP. Yeah, so I right click and save as on both of those and they both want to save as JPEGs. I don't see what the problem is here. Uh, what did you, what, what image are you talking about? So they have two example images up there, which is, you know, the same picture. Um, but one is, well, one is supposed to be rendered as a JPEG and one is a WebP. Um, except that, uh, at least when I try to drag the image around, at least in Firefox, it's definitely a single image. Oh. With a white bar. Plus, this is CNET, so... It has to go to a broad audience. So why are they trying to show me a comparison of what they look like if that's not even the issue? I guess it's just a quality comparison, but it's sort of dulled because of the fact that that the comparison is in JPEG. And come to think of it, isn't doesn't Facebook have like a button for downloading things? Like besides right clicking and uh Hmm, not sure. I'm not on the Facebooks. I'm gonna check with some of my own photos. Options. Download. There it is. So I bet if you use like the built-in download button, it would download correctly. Well, I think. Then again, they may have reverted this. Yeah. So. No way for me to really check. Plus, plus you might might never have gotten it since it might might have been like a phased rollout or something. Yeah. Because Facebook is huge. I only know like five people on there. What are you talking about? Well, apparently they have like a billion users or something. Including Darth Vader and every single Imperial officer that there ever was. Uh, let's see, I... Uh, speaking of stuff like that, I I did come across Garrus Vicarian's LinkedIn profile. <laughs> that would be a very interesting resume. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, our fringe is down at the bottom now. Zopsley. Is that how you pronounce that? I guess.
So we're going to be talking about my own feedback while I'm here. This is going to be great. <laughs> yes. Of course, I put that in just before uh, Chris said he was sick. So. <laughs> So, apparently, punching in Garrus Vicarian LinkedIn on Google gives me, like, three profiles. Uh, one of them is a yogurt mixer in Azerbaijan. Are you serious? I am not kidding you. And he has, like, a LinkedIn for that? It's, it's not much. <laughs> Skilled worker. Yep. Hang on, superuser.com, this looks exactly like Stack Overflow. It's one of the Trilogy sites. Oh, it says Stack Exchange up at the top. Haha. Yeah, I... Let's see, back when they actually did podcasts, I listened to them. So, even though it was like a few years afterwards, you can sort of listen to how they built the thing. Mm -hmm. So... Like the first three sites, uh, you know, Stack Overflow, uh, you know, Super User. I think Super User was the third. But uh, let's see, what what other? Darn it! I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm forgetting it. Who would have thought? Of course. Uh, Stack Exchange. Yeah, Stack Overflow, Server Fault, Super User, the first three sites. Oh, ancient computers. How? Oh my god, they actually did mean ancient. Yes. Those are punch cards. That ancient. You know, I use my computer to get away from paper. <laughs> Not mm -mm. back then. No. At least they end with uh, something from the 80s, so. Yeah, I never go older than uh, the Dell Latitude series. <laughs> of course, when was the Dell Latitude series in introduced? I have no idea. But I can tell you that we had quite a few, you know, Dell Latitudes running Windows XP for pretty much the entire last decade of Twilight Plus. Hmm. Tron 2.0. Oh, God. I appreciated the uh, the Kickstarter from last week. Uh, which one was that? Joko. Oh yeah. Code Monkey. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Who formatted this? What? Formatted. Oh, what? okay. Uh, Ryan's feedback stuff. Yeah, 
that's just what he punched in, and I copy pasted. So yeah, it's bothering me. So I'm going to fix that. Knock yourself out. So speaking of uh, Jonathan Colton and stuff, um, let's see. Apparently, Ryan had a question about the music that I use on my podcast. So all the music I use on my podcast is either a Creative Commons license that I can like remix it and stuff for use on a podcast, or number two, I have secured written or email permission from the musicians themselves. So you literally emailed Jonathan Colton and asked him? His is Creative Commons. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, wow. That is interesting. And I put it on the podcast page because you're supposed to, you know, like attribution, I think. Mm -hmm. So. And I try to link back to a page that actually says that it is Creative Commons. Okay, so I'm reading this Jonathan Colton FAQ here. Mm -hmm. I put a link in the show notes. Um, So, like, the second question down from that. Yeah, Creative Commons, DRM, blah, blah, blah. I will give Jonathan Colton $100 if he will keep his mouth shut for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) All you need to do is put down your phone. And go clean out your gutters. I guess. Great. What? I just discovered that uh, he has a bunch of his songs available as free downloads on his website, and I'm just going crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it was... uh... Again, it was 2008 that uh, I went on and actually paid and downloaded uh, a lot of stuff in Flack. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm not sure exactly how it happened, but it must have been like three years ago that somehow all those Flacks got truncated to 32 kilobyte. Oh, dear. You know how long a 32 kilobyte Flack is? About a tenth... Two seconds? One-tenth of a second, if oh, that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, darn it. And then I was, you know, scrounging through my closet one day and found a CD that I had backed it up to. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot I had this. So we want to get started with this? Sure. Okay, well, I didn't really have an idea for an intro at least for us, but uh, have you heard the last Fringe for ATN? You know, I was actually just listening to that today, and I don't remember what was going on. Uh, me neither, but they were talking about my <laughs> show a little bit, and, well, let's just say that I'll mix something up. So, it'll, it'll be a very weird intro. That is if I, you know... You know, I'm not lazy, I guess. That was the fringe number 77, right? Uh, I think so, because 78 was your guys' 8-bit. 
oh wait no i haven't listened to this because i was listening to their main show earlier today and i haven't gotten to the fringe yet that's what it was okay well but i've backed it up already good so yeah i still need i'm not sure if i want to schedule that script to run on a regular basis or not but you know like because it doesn't really need to run every day Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much just, like, have it run, say, you know, Mondays or something. Right. Yeah, because you would already have all of your episodes. Yeah. And then the rest of them just are on weekends. Yep. So, all right, I guess I will stop this recording so we can start everything else. Cool. All right, so that was a interesting podcast. Yeah, so I'm not sure what was causing this, but every once in a while, your voice sounded garbled on my end. Um, I think it may have had to do with like which window you were on. Um, so you might want to check hmm. the episode to make sure that your voice isn't doing that in the recording. Because hmm. so, like, because if you were garbled and I wasn't garbled to you, then I don't think it was the internet connection. Hmm. So, I mean, I haven't really touched the microphone, so... Mm -hmm. Maybe... It couldn't be an audio driver issue, could it? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, none of the other podcasts we've had, uh, you know, were like that. Right. So, and plus... I would have told you if they were. (laughs) Plus, Chris is uh, pretty deaf, so he wouldn't notice it even if it did happen on his end. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, you know, you can go ahead and be on here when Chris is on here. Um, you mm. know, yes, he is made of defective hardware. The worst he can do is mispronounce things. I don't think that makes him that scary. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's He's see. a great guy. Yeah, our... Uh, let's see, I'm not sure if we would call him our friend, but our uh, stoner on the network, uh, Sam Eberts, Uh, said that he would like to be on here as well uh, if my co-host was not. And I told him that you can be on here anytime, regardless of Chris. Um, So, because it might be a while. Right. Otherwise. So, So, yep. I think we give uh, Sam too much crap sometimes. Yeah, but, uh, you know, at least according to Ryan, he, uh, you know, has pretty much disappeared. Yeah. So, I I honestly have thought about doing a Universe 21. <laughs> I mean, because apparently, like, people are being signed up to go to Mars. Ooh. Yeah, like, this one Dutch company is, uh... Like, having an open sign-up period until, I think it's the end of August, that, uh, you know, sign up to go to Mars and stay on Mars. (laughs) Just chill. Have a good time. Yep. You know, just, you know, live your life, you know. uh, And, like, apparently, like, I think the whole idea is, like, they'll narrow it down to, like, about... 40 or so people and then like they'll start training them and stuff and they'll put send four people to mars 
and then every two years send another four people. Okay. So And then the the four people who were there originally are still staying there and I guess. Hmm. So and uh yeah, like apparently the uh, internet will be able to choose, you know, like uh be able to narrow down the contestants. So So we just need to pick people whose personalities would be good in a sitcom. Um, yeah. Um, this will also be, you know, televised and stuff. So. Well, I mean, we all know that the moon landing happened in a sound studio. So, of course, the <laughs> Mars one is going to happen in a television studio. So, and, you know, apparently they're looking for people who are not, you know, the, uh, the idea is not like physical fitness and stuff how NASA chooses astronauts. Mm-hmm. It's like people who will work well together. So, I mean... Well, I'm wh- sure that that's something that NASA considers. Yeah, but uh, apparently they're much less focused on physical fitness because, uh, you know, apparently there's gravity on Mars. Right. So, uh, but I hear there's like not much radiation shielding there. So, uh, and yeah, cause NASA draws most of their astronauts from, you know, air force yeah. pilots, right? Yeah. Like fighter pilots and stuff. So you don't even need to have excellent hand eye coordination for this. For, for Mars. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm not, doomed. I'm not exactly planning on going to Mars, because, you know, like, I like to program, and, like, the internet is kind of important, and I hear the pings from Mars are, like, in the tens of millions of milliseconds. Try playing Guild Wars from out there. <laughs> so, yeah. Actually, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that that's what somebody's going to do once they get there, like, alright, everybody, Minecraft part land party. <laughs> Yeah. Join our Mars server and <laughs> get some redstone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, there's tons out there. <laughs> oh, wait, except the air isn't right out there. So. You do enchant myself a helmet. <laughs> helmet of breathing one. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. I saw that, uh, the uh, Skyrim Dragonborn DLC was for ten bucks. Uh, I think it was at GameStop, mm. or at least on Impulse. So I picked up that, and I've been playing that for a while. Which one, the uh... Dragonborn, the uh, last one? Oh, right, yeah, you you did say that. So, and uh, let's see, it goes it goes back to that one island you were in in Morrowind. Yep, and. Yeah, you know, some people are very fanatical about Morrowind, but uh, I sort of came to it late, um, like after Oblivion came out. I still haven't played through it yet. So, and like I'm trying to remember it, but it seemed like this island was bigger in Morrowind. Yeah, I think I think it was. Yeah, at least twice or maybe three times bigger, at least. I'm kind of excited to play it because um, I downloaded the uh, the complete visual overhaul mod hmm. for Morrowind, 
So I'll be playing this, you know, 10-year-old game, um, but the but graphics each... actually won't suck. Well, uh, does it uh, improve the model resolution? Um, I believe so. Hmm. And yeah. and actually, like, a few... So, so the complete overhaul mod is, like, a collection of a bunch of different mods, some of which are just, you know, for graphics, and some of which actually tweak gameplay as well. And yeah, you can pick and choose. Because I, I remember I played, you know, with plenty of graphical enhancement mods. Mm-hmm. So, um, at least at, you know, a few points I noticed that, you know, like, for instance, there'd be, like, a snow texture, and then you'd walk, like, south, and then there'd be an abrupt line where there wasn't snow, and there was. Like, where the textures had ended. Right. So... But, uh, you know, I will admit that Morrowind has a better story than Oblivion, but for everything else, Oblivion wins. Like, especially with gameplay and, like, ease of use. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, like, I really like to go around as, like, oh, there's, like, a plant or a flower over there. I must harvest alchemical ingredients. And the way of doing that in Morrowind is just so cumbersome. Like, it opens up, you know, like an inventory screen for a plant, and you have to drag it. Oh, golly. And so, like, I I, I uh, found this one plant that I think it, like, restored health, I think. So I'm like, you know, like, wherever you find this, you know, like, in the game world, you know, keep it. So then I'm like, okay, I'm level 10, but I'm not really getting anywhere, so screw this. I'm taking a vacation, so I went all the way around, uh, I think it was, uh, like, Vardenfell, which is, like, the main island, mm-hmm. and, like, suddenly I come to this area, and these plants are everywhere! <laughs> I'm like, yay, but it's so much work! Poppies, poppies, poppies! I think I still drained every plant <laughs> I think it was, like, some 100% kind of... 100% completion! 100% completion! I think it was, like, some kind of wheat... If I recall, but uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, so the farthest that I got in that game was uh, you know I went through character creation, and of course I had a bunch of people sitting around with me going, "Oh, oh, be a Nordic guy because he has like you know ice uh, 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 um, immunity, and that's going to be important later in the game." And I'm like, "Okay, guys, like you know, okay, I'll do whatever you say." And I walk into the the town. And uh, I'm like, oh, look at that, a book. I'll pick it up and read it. Oh, okay. Oh, look at that, another book. I'll pick it up and read it. Turns out it wasn't a book, and I stole whatever it was, and everybody in the bar immediately attacked me, and I died. (laughs) And I was like, well, I guess I'll get around to this game in a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely uh, difficult to get started with. Um, Let's see, I think I played through as an orc. So... (laughs) You know, so my orc character, I think it was, like, level two at the time, you know, has a sword. Excuse me. And, you know, orcs aren't really optimized for swords, but it should work, right? Sure. So I come up to a rat, and I'm swinging the sword, and, like, I'm missing, like, 70% of the time. (laughs) The rat kills me. Like, how does this happen? And, like, this rat isn't, like, a super rat or anything. You know, granted, it might be a little bit big for a rat, but it's not, like, 
you know, on steroids or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I think another time that I used, I think it was the Berserk ability. So, you know, like, so I'm super strong and stuff, but I have, like, I think it was, like, no agility. Turns out that, um, uh, like, your water breathing ability, like, the amount of time you can hold your breath is dependent upon agility. So, Odd. and, uh, so you start out in, like, that swampy area, right? <laughs> and so, yeah. like, I'm fighting something, and then, you know, I'm like, okay, well, maybe if I use my Berserk, I might be able to, you know, hit this thing harder when I do hit it. And suddenly I step a little bit too far, and I drown immediately in the water. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so. You know how the uh, the first two games, um, Arena and whatever the Niagara other one's Fall? called, are, yeah, those two are, are uh, freeware. Yeah. Um, yeah. I tried playing uh, Arena, and I couldn't figure out which button was the attack button. Yeah. And so I died in the dungeon being attacked by rats. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, people say that uh, old games are uh, harder and unforgiving. Uh, I tend to agree with them because I can't figure out what controls are what. <laughs> Yeah, especially when they don't use, you know, modern conventions that I'm used to. Uh, you just can't do anything. Well, to be honest, that was before those, you know, modern conventions, so... But exactly. You know, but, like, I'm, you know... I'm not exactly sure what convention it was, maybe E3, that came out. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite example of uh, a... a first-person shooter that doesn't use modern conventions is 007 because it was on the n64 with only one analog stick and it still blows my mind that they like even managed to do motion and turning in a 3d environment with one stick um yeah i gotta get going all right my my stargate group is probably waiting for me all right i'll let you get to that so um See, tomorrow I'll listen to this and, like, pull out some, you know, funny title quotes stuff, so... Oh, yep, yep. So, yeah, come back to the dock later, like, maybe in 20 hours. <laughs> so, at least that's how I do it with Chris, so... All right, guess we'll talk later? Or yep. listen later? <laughs> All right. As it were, we, we have our lovely week-long, you know conversations <laughs> on the network. Yep. So, all right. Bye.